between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim which unveils that which we should follow. We thank you for the ministry of your son, which doesn't cease, for he ever liveth to make intercessions for us. Father, we thank you even for the tenacity of your love, which even looks for us, which runs after us, which searches for us day after day, which draws, which looks even to find us when we are lost, even to return us to your fold, even to resurrect us and to bring us into life eternal, to lift the letter, even to make it spirit, even the speaking of your son, which bringeth salvation, which brings forth deliverance, which brings forth turning. We thank you, Father, because this is a reality even to our soul. Father, we, we, we can't comprehend your love. We can't. We know that you love that for what manner of love as the Father bestowed on us. What manner, what manner, what manner of love is your love? Father, we thank you for this mercy. We thank you even for the enlightening of our sight. We thank you, Father, for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, which continue to be multiplied in our soul. We say, be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, this morning, we come to you, uh, even again, with meekness in our heart. We we come to you again, knowing that uh, you are our Father, and we surrender under you, under your teachings, under your spirit, even to... Write your writings upon our heart, even to cause us to be transfigured into the image of your son. Father, we ask, Lord, this morning that you will release grace even for utterance in your word in the name of Jesus. Father, it is your word. It is not mine. It is your word. It is not any of us here. It is your word. Father, we ask, Lord, that you would quicken us and you will quicken our members even to find expression for your word this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask, Lord, that that which you have deposited even down, deep down within our spirit and our soul, you give grace even to fetch them, even for fruit bearing in the name of Jesus. Father, we know that it is by speaking your word that you communicate your life. We ask, Father, that you will anoint every heart this morning, every heart that is listening to your word, even under the voice of your word. Father, we pray that you will cause oil to flow even into heart this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, upon this altar, we ask, Father, that you would cause anointing to flow. You cause freshness to be released. You cause your breath to come upon us again in the name of Jesus. Father, cause us to understand. Let oil for understanding be birthed in our heart and in our soul this morning once again in the name of Jesus. Father, uh, we are submitting unto you this morning. We bring ourselves under your tutelage. Father, I remove every iota 
uh, of self here. Father, I surrender totally under you. I surrender under your spirit. Father, I ask, Father, that you would speak your word here this morning in the name of Jesus. Fahat Ilman, Efita Fila, Epofi Fort Fire, Erdima, Tut Time, Emita, Emita, Emita Fila, Tik Toyan, Edmin, 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 Tanya Tina Tan. Afita, Afita, Atina Mat, Edminton, Edmit Dantiva, Edmantin, Esvit Minton, Edminton, 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 Esitaya, Embruftanim, Em, Emata, Edutamati, Ebita, Ebita, Fiton, Eliminta, Elminta, Mita, Father, we ask that you will pour your grace mm. upon every altar yes. where your word is being spoken yes. in the name of Jesus. Father, I will yes. pray, even from Ottawa to Winnipeg to Edmonton. Father, I will pray for outpouring of your grace. Let grace be, be poured forth upon every heart listening upon your altar, every heart connected to your altar, one way or the other. Father, we ask for increase, even increase by your spirit, by your spirit, by your spirit. Let there be increase, let there be increase upon heart in the name of Jesus. Pit Paul, I'm into Peter, a Pit Paul tip pine, a Paul Peter, Paul Pete, Pete Paul. Paul Peter, he told Paul into into Paul, into into Paul, into Paul. Even Peter, in Paul Peter, Paul Peter, Paul and Peter, Paul and Peter, Paul, Paul Peter, Peter Paul, Peter Paul, Peter 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 Peter, Port Pila, Pelima, Peston. Engriver, a spiller, at mean height, 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 let height, height, feet, hope, 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 Pauline, hope, hope, hope. Hope of your calling. Hope. Hope. Bringing it near. Bringing it near. I'm bringing it near. Even the hope of your calling. I'm bringing it near. I'm bringing it near. I'm bringing it near. Even the hope. 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 Hope of your calling. Even bringing you near. Even near. Near. Near the end of your hope. Even the near. 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 Near the end of your hope, 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 near the end of your hope, 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 hope to the end. Even open, hope, 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 hope to the end. Hope, hope to the end. Hope till the end. Hope till the end. Hope till the end. Hope, hope till the end. Hope, 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 hope. Fanima, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Spirit of the Living God. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for increase. For we know you are going to cause increase in our soul. You're going to cause us to increase. You're going to give riches for increase in our soul. Let, let grace be supplied for riches. Let grace be supplied for riches. Let grace be supplied for riches. Thank you, Father. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your provision. Thank you for your, your spirit which is speaking this morning. We give you grace. We give you, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus, we 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 thank you. Palimatalia, Efita, Efisatanama, Yamasita, Imatalivanata. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, Thank you, everyone. Uh, It's a beautiful day. Uh, I want to just appreciate everyone this morning. First of all, uh, you know, we had an awesome time in Ottawa School of the Spirit. Uh, and I just wanted to appreciate even our host, Pastor Jeff, uh, that hosted us. Uh, it was a beautiful time of fellowship there. And also in the Spirit, even as we are fed. Uh, School of the Spirit was a great blessing. And, uh, and I know it marks, it, it's a good way to start the year. And it marks uh, uh, a great way to start the year in the world. Amen. Uh, there's been so much blessing that heaven has released for us this year uh, by the reason of what we've heard. Amen. Uh, you know, those are, it's, it's like heaven, whenever wants to, or let's just, let's pray this way. When people want to, if you want to give uh, something that would build men, uh, not just for yourself, you know, there's a way you document it. And then you maybe you write a book and put it in share where it's accessible to the people, right? So when heaven, heaven is doing the same, when they are looking to raise men, uh, what they do is they bring forth a word in the spirit and they give it to us an archive where we can be feeding from, we can be fetching from, so that we can be equipped uh, for growth in the spirit. Amen. Mm-hmm. So this school of the spirit, uh, all the messages are archives mm-hmm. of blessings. Uh, if we can feed on them properly and just continue feeding and continue meditating. Uh, personally, I feel it's something we can't exhaust. Mm. Yeah. And the reason is because those teachings, even though you might just see, you know, very simple stone, lively stone, precious stone, but inside there are parts mm. into pastures yes, uh, which souls will begin to feed on personally which will cause riches. Mm-hmm. Which will cause riches. Amen. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the, it's another skill that we also learn when we begin to, you know, f- you know, feed on messages. And there's a way you feed. Mm-hmm. You know, when you feed and you keep feeding and feeding and you keep learning. Uh, but you're not learning to just understand. You're learning, you're learning to understand and to also inherit what you've heard. 
and uh, you know it's heaven that actually helps us. It's grace that helps us you know to go through that process and come to the end. Amen. Amen. It's a great blessing. So I want to I want to appreciate everyone. Uh, you know that also join us online during the meetings, even from uh, Winnipeg. And also, I want to thank uh, the Idowus for hosting us, you know, as we, uh, I know everybody, you know, we are, we are streaming from Toronto, but it's, it's Winnipeg meeting anyways. You know, but we are streaming here live from Toronto because, uh, you know, we had to stay back a bit just to say hello. Uh, however, we are, although we are not in Winnipeg, we are in Winnipeg, but in Winnipeg in the spirit. I want to appreciate them for hosting us here and taking care of us. They've been helpful and uh, they've been, you know, feeding us and making sure we are okay. Amen. Amen. And even uh, for their sacrifices, uh, which, you know, they made in secret, you know, you know but heaven sees. Yeah. But I want to appreciate them and uh, thank them for all they've done. And also, uh, I want to appreciate everyone that is joining us from Winnipeg this morning. Uh, you know, it's the, technically it's the first meeting of the year, and yeah. even although we are not in Winnipeg, but you are able to to join us. Uh, it shows uh, the tenacity uh, of your uh, of your faith or the steadfastness of your faith. Uh, I want to appreciate uh, that in you uh, for for yielding yourself to God uh, to learn and to receive blessings from Him. Amen. Amen. And uh, uh, even though we are away, we will soon be home. Uh, uh, we miss you very much. I just want to send out my love to everyone out there from Winnipeg. We miss you and can't wait to see you guys again once we return. And uh, lastly, I'd like to appreciate my wife. Uh, you know, I don't do this often. And uh, I'm repenting. And Devon is helping me. I want to appreciate my wife for uh, help. You know, she has been helping right from the beginning uh, uh, when we began uh, life meetings officially again in, uh, in Winnipeg, she has been helping. You know, it's very easy to just say, you know, just overlook you know, things, but every sacrifice is uh, it's a sacrifice in the spirit and it is heaven that will reward Amen. each and every one. You know, it's the heart which is important. It's the heart, and it is the heart of service, heart of sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And each time we sacrifice, there is a gain in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And it's the, the, the reward doesn't come from men. The reward actually comes from God. Mm -hmm. God, is, God is the rewarder of everyone that is serving him. You know, most of the time, even with the word of righteousness, you may think just because, you know, you know there's a way we can quickly overlook service. In the sense that, oh, it's the heart, it's the heart. We know it's the heart. You know, mm -hmm. it's about growing, yes, about growing. Uh, it's not just about going to church, yes, we know. But even the, every sacrifice that you, how you are, how all your, all your work in the spirit, how you've served in the church, you, if we think God doesn't look at it, then we are mistaken. Mm -hmm. Why? Because even the scripture says that God is not, uh, God is not on uh, what's that? What's that scripture in Hebrews six? Uh, so God is not uh, unjust. Yes, that's it. God is not unjust, right? God is not unjust at all. He's not unjust. Mm -hmm. He 
rewards our service. I'll be, if I if I quickly look at it, just I, I, I was I was looking to paraphrase. I think it's I think it's in Hebrews six, just to. Uh, Read that, that passage. Yes, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have shoot towards his name, in that ye have ministered to the saint and do minister. You know, and in, in different, different ways that each and everyone has helped, even in Winnipeg, you know, there's a, you know when ministering to ministers, it's not just in money. You know, most of the time you say minister to them, it's not just the money. Everything that you do, you're actually ministering. Some, you may not have money, you may not have anything, but there are sacrifices that are made, which is still ministry. It's considered a, minis- a ministerial work, right? So God is not unrighteous. God is a righteous one to reward all your labor of Lord towards his name, which means you know, everything you are doing in church is not for yourself, it's for God. Everywhere where you are rendering service to the name of God, mm-hmm. you are rendering it to God and not for yourself. And it's heaven reward, because God is not unrighteous. Mm-hmm. It is unrighteous men that overlook works. You know, mm-hmm. even the the minutest work that men do is is men that overlook that. But God watches every. Mm-hmm. So uh, we should have the, the also the art of service. So thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you. And thank you for everyone that has been helping, even in Winnipeg one way or the other, even helping us with messages, <coughs> uploading messages. Uh, and even, you know, just the day in, day out, you know, help that has been rendered. I just want to appreciate everyone. And uh, God will continue to strengthen each and every one of you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, it's, a, it's a new year. And I just, I just perceive in my heart that, you know, God, God, God has it in his heart to increase us this year. Mm-hmm. When I say increase, I mean in, inwardly. Uh, and I know uh, from one of the messages how the meeting went, even in the school of the spirit, it is evident that God was investing in our growth inwardly and personally. Amen. You know, one of the one of the uh, no, testimony that you know we, uh, I've heard over time, even in the course of the, the uh, of this meeting, is that this this meeting brought a lot of clarity when it comes to the part of Christ, right? And what happens when clarity is brought means it, it, it becomes easier to begin to journey, right? One of the reason, one of the things that causes uh, uh, was that was that word that causes. Uh, Short, is it a, what causes shortcomings sometimes is, is a lack of, uh, or is a gap in our understanding and in our journey, right? For example, if you want to drive from here back to Winnipeg and you don't know the road, uh, you only know from here to downtown, you get there and then you'll be wandering around, you'll be wandering around, how am I going to get to this place, right? But if you know the the landmarks, you know the, oh, when I get there, then I turn left, I go there, then there's a, there's a place I have to reach, then from there, then I, when you begin to see the landmarks in the spirit, then the journey becomes clearer, and then understanding becomes easier, right? And I believe heaven has helped us, and one of the things I just, I just perceive, that just, you know, personally, I was just you know, seeing is, 
even though many people may not have been understanding what it means, you know, what the word of righteousness is about, or even what Christ means, this school of the spirit solidifies in such a way that it is easy for everyone to gain access. Gain access into what it means to journey in Christ and solidify understanding, right? You know, there's a way you know, they, they teach all of righteousness, you know, faith, hope, charity, change different way, and then we'll be wondering what, what does this mean, what does that mean? But all these things, they actually mean something in the spirit and it's for our growth. Amen. Amen. And uh, I'm sure that heaven will definitely increase us. And one thing that Pastor Jeff said last year, you know, is that say we, is, when we were doing, doing the prayer meeting, he said, no, we've left the realm of, uh, 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 we've, we've left familiar grounds. Mm. And when he said that, it actually re- resonated with me in the sense that, you know, most of the time, even when you want to even teach word, you, you, you know, familiar grounds, okay, I know this one, you know, maybe you want to, okay, I know that one, I know that one, I know that one, but that's not how heaven operates. Really, it has moved more. It has really, 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 really. Although we know before that the word of uh, you know uh, righteousness is a word of revelation, and it's actually a life of revelation. Uh, you know, there's still you know one way or the other where we you know when we are teaching, there's a way we arrange. Okay, okay, these people don't. Okay, okay, okay. Let me. Okay, maybe our teachers on they will understand. But we are we are past the area of familiarity. Uh, it, it requires that we actually trust ourselves into the realm that is not known when it comes to receiving from God. And our heart must be prepared for that. Because if our heart is not prepared for that, what begins to happen is when heaven begins to speak from that realm, we begin to shut down, we begin to close doors because, you know, heaven is trying to increase us, but because of our... Uh, limitations based on how our mind process things. We will not be able to journey further and just keep mentally shutting down the door that heaven is trying to open to cause a passage so that we can pass through. Amen. Amen. So heaven wants us to cross over and I just want us to know that in the realm of the spirit, we're actually really, really journeying. Mm -hmm. In the realm of the spirit, we are what? We are journeying. You know, because most of the time when we are hearing these words, it may not be clear that we are actually journeying in the spirit. Although we know, we know, we know we say it. I know we say it. Ah, we are journeying, we are journeying. But there is, there is a vast difference between saying we are journeying and knowing we are journeying. And also having an experience of journey. There are, there are very separate faces, right? So... And most of the time, where it starts is, you know, in that just a mental, we are journeying, we are journeying. And everybody begins to say, we are journeying, we are journeying. But their soul has not really agreed with movement in the spirit. Right? So, and when you say we are journeying, it's not a mouth thing. It's actually a real journey in the spirit. And it's not a physical, it's a spiritual journey. Right? And this journey is not a journey that you, you begin to see. In you know, there's a way you there's a way our mind has been over time when we are you not know, ah God help our soul. You know, there's, there's there's a way I used to say the spiritual realm a long time ago, whereby everything the journey the journey and the spiritual realm is all about to fight and the fighting is all about fighting spirits. <laughs> right, and it's, it's, it's true. It's about fighting spirit, mm. but the disposition to fighting the spirit was a totally different one, mm. right? 
because it has nothing to do with growth. It has nothing to do with movement. It just as all it has was just manifestations. Right? And just all it has is just manifestations. And it's not easy to move away from the realm of manifestation into actual uh, edification. Let me use that word. So manifestation is different from edification. Right? So it's hard to move from manifestation to edification because manifestation is very awesome and it's very sweet and it's very interesting and it makes you feel spiritual. And it's true. It makes us feel spiritual. So therefore, then, then, then what, what now happens after is you now begin to create, uh, begin to create religions. Or let me not say religion, we begin to create a religious mind. And what a religious mind does, it, it doesn't give liberty in the spirit. And if you would try it in the realm of the spirit, foot fell mile, right? You must be able to move into liberty in the spirit. And part of moving into liberty in the spirit, actually moving out of familiar grounds. Because when, we are, when you are in a familiar ground, you, you think you have liberty, but you don't actually have liberty. Amen. You think you have liberty, but you don't actually have liberty. What you have is you are just, you are just settling in a familiar space, which you have grace for. Right? Because you notice what most people strengthen is what they realize they have grace for. Right? Mm. And be, you notice people begin to settle in graces that is not equipped enough to cause movement or to cause edification. But they work only with manifestation graces. Mm. Then you now begin to see men begin to build ministries around manifestation graces. Amen. But to have an oversight, or let's say just a quick summary of everything, how God, how God views things, right, is awesome. Even though God can go into minute details, right, but God views things in an awesome way. So when God is looking at you, he's not just seeing the grace to preach. He's not looking at grace to pray. Mm. He's looking at how can I build you? That's what God focuses on. But God can't build you without the supply of resources needed for that building. Right? So God is a master builder. So he needs what? Resources to establish you in building. And when you say building, it's not building a mansion, it's not building a ministry, it's not building a, a, a job empire, it's not building a, a natural estate. It's not about that. When I say it's not about that, it doesn't mean that God can't give you those of the, any of those things. God can give freely all those ones. They are they are come by, come by, come by, by guns, right? God can supply it. God can remove it. 
That's just God. God can, God can cause you to be in abundance. God can also cause you to be in need. But what, what you'll notice in the two, is what is always consistent is the building of the soul. Because heaven wants to raise that soul to being built. To being what? To being built. So, all our dealings with God, with word, with scriptures, with our Christian faith, ought to have been inwardly. Do you know that in God's mind, he doesn't mind if you get born again today and you started looking inwardly today. God doesn't mind. But there's a reason why we don't look inwardly. And it's because of where we've journeyed to. Amen. Because of where we've journeyed to, God doesn't... And and God is a very patient God. He would wait for us and give resources. Like I think in one of the messages we were saying that you you can't have faith towards God and think faith towards God is enough for movement in the spirit. It's not for movement. Faith towards God is actually part of the initial course we go through when we get born again. And you know what's funny is that many believers can stay in that phase for years, all their lifetime they could be there. And how, what, would not, what you, now, you now see men that have been in ministries for years, but they are still babes in the spirit. <coughs> and, and, that's the, and that is the reason for most of the trouble that we are seeing in the in the Christian world, in the Christian world, right? You know, everybody and people. I don't know why I, many people are very. They are hurting. They'll be shouting about, "Oh, that pastor, that uh, oh, he's a man of God." The, the, so, the man of God too is a person growing in the faith. Mm. God just gave him an office. God gave him a, a, a work hmm, to do. And of course, whenever God calls a man to do something, God actually supplies grace. For that work, right? So that that man can be built, and after a while, you no know, God can raise a man, and he might be ministering from a plane that he himself has not increased into. But over time, and as as grace increases, it gets to a point where those two balance will balance up, and then you'll be able to move both at the pace of where is ministering from and where his stature is inwardly. Amen. So, but, you know, like I was saying, we don't, we don't usually start looking inwardly. We start from outside our environment. Mm-hmm. Our environment, so, uh, the, 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 the areas that we have been familiar with, right? Mm-hmm. We, are, we start there and then heaven begins to supply resources to make sure that we are geared towards inward building. Right? Everything that God has called everyone for is not... You know God doesn't mind if you are the poorest person or not. And he doesn't mind if you are the richest person or not. He doesn't mind. But one thing is very important to him. That soul. That soul is very important. If God sees that it will be better for you to be poor, for you to enter life. He will leave you like that. 
sometimes he could see, okay. But that doesn't mean God can't say give the person riches. But the summary of what I'm saying is everything God does is towards the salvation of the soul and is always geared personally. It's configured what? Personally. Because everyone's trial is different. But one thing is always common that heaven wants to ensure we get at is being raised in our soul. Being raised, being moved upward. Amen. Amen. Being raised, being moved upward. Amen. Amen. So heaven wants to um, increase us, give enough resources to move away from manifestation into edification. Amen. Amen. We move away from where? Into edification. Manifestation, edification. So when God is dealing with each and every one of us, is is zeroing in into the movement, the growth, the, 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 the morphing of the soul from death or from sin, the life of sin, the life of darkness into the light of God. Amen. Amen. And like I said, the, the first place we start from is manifestation. Because, like I said, it makes you feel spiritual. And that's the aim. Isn't it? But it's not to feel spiritual. It's to actually make you spiritually inclined. Isn't it? It's to make you spiritually inclined. Like, like I said, most of the, in the past, I was warring against spirit. And mm-hmm. all, all my thoughts, and it's okay, when demons, you know, there are, there are demons trying to attack you. You know, when you say they attack you, you'll be, you'll be thinking natural. Mm-hmm. They want to stop your progress. They don't want you to make it in life. So, all our energy is geared towards fighting spirit. Mm-hmm. Fight my progress. Fight my movement. I will, I will prosper. And it's, and it's, it's very it's, it's sad, but that's what we war against. And that's actually a sign of being a babe in the spirit. Right? But we all start as a babe. So even when we start like that, it's not a, a problem. The problem now is if we don't grow. And there's, and there's a reason why we are wired that way. You'll be wondering, how did, I, how did I mean myself inherit such a thing? It's because something has been teaching generations that were passing, that were passing on the information, the knowledge. They passed it on and passed it on and passed it on. Until it gets to our generation. So us too, that's what we inherited by knowledge. Or ask me, how did I come into it? I've seen so many of it that I'm so conscious of it. That doesn't mean they didn't exist. Yeah, they existed. 
We've seen things like that. We've seen witchcraft. We've seen all that. All those things have happened. Right? But, you know, there's a, there's a way that all our energy about Christianity is now focused on overcoming such. But that's, that's actually, that's, when we say that's the lowest form of battle you would fight. I say it's the lowest, but it's real. But it's the lowest form of battle you would ever fight. There are more battles to be fought than you realize. And what the, the hardest battle to fight is a battle you can't see. Isn't it? Imagine you want to fight a battle and you have no clue where the battle is happening. <laughs> or let's just say the whole nation called everybody, yeah, come, come, come. Let's go and fight war. There's war, and we're going to deploy you soldiers to the middle of um, the ocean. Just that. And then you're going to fight your battle there. The soldiers, okay, what's the brief, sir? That's the, no briefing. You're just going to the middle of the ocean war. All the soldiers will get there and be confused. Mm. Pretty much they'll be useless. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. They'll be useless. But when the moment you realize what you are fighting, or you see it, then the battle becomes more, 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 more like a battle. And you get tactical. Right? Oh, okay, okay. So that's what we are fighting. Fine. Imagine you are fighting an, an invisible enemy. Right? Now, and here's the, here's the, the most interesting part of it. Mm. This invisible enemy is not anybody else. That enemy is inside. Yes. Hey. That's the funny thing. Yes. Satan did not put what you were with outside you. Outside you. Mm. He put what you would work with inside and then created a mirage outside. So everybody will keep fighting everything outside. Keep fighting. And you know the funny thing? Satan will just be look, looking and be laughing. <laughs> See these people. <laughs> they think they are winning. Mm. And that's the funny thing. You'll be winning. All these outside battles, you'll be winning some. Some will come again. You'll be fighting. Ah, yes, yes. External. They are called canal battles. Right? And Satan would love you to stay there. Mm. Imagine, what are those examples of that canal battle? Hmm? Is I want to open Bible because I I know because has not allowed me to open Bible. I don't. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Praise God. Satan would love for you to fight, fight battles, carnally. Hmm? Let's open Ephesians chapter six. Mm, is this is actually introduction? Um, this God that is that is speaking. Uh, Ephesians, mm-hmm. I said Ephesians, right? Ephesians six. Ephesians 6. I'll read from verse 9. It says, Ye masters, do the same thing unto them, forbearing, threatening, 
knowing that your master also is in heaven. Then that is the respect of person with him. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his mind. Put on the old armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the evil, of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. You see where they started from is, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But men wrestle against flesh and blood. Isn't it? Men wrestle against what? They wrestle against flesh and blood. Eh? When a battle is brought to the physical, is the easiest to win. That makes sense. It means when you see it, it is the easiest to win. But to us, it is the hardest. Why? Because of how our mind has been darkened. Why? The moment if 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 you are if somebody is reviling against someone and you don't see it, that can be disturbing the atmosphere. But the moment the person show sign, ah, very that battle has been won. Why? Ah, this happening. Okay, sorry. Or if not that, if somebody offended, when they when they are offending you, in the spirit there's offense. Eh? But there's something we will call forgiveness. Hmm. Forgiveness is actually a high wisdom in the spirit, but is displayed all from that realm down to the lowest. And forgiveness is actually a key to overcoming in the spirit. Mm. Mm? Say somebody offend, okay, forgive. The moment, the moment you forgive, what happens? That dissolves offense. That offense is more spiritual than the, than the offending that they are offending you. Because offense can actually limit your growth. Offense can cause you to be stunted in the spirit. Wow. Hmm? You know there's a way somebody will offend you and then you'll be keeping offense inside. And when you are dealing with the person, it's offense you'll be using to relate. That's the sign of a babe. In the spirit. Hmm? Is the son of what? A of a babe in the spirit. You, when we, are, we, are, we should be quick to forgive. Isn't it? When we forgive, we actually we are winning a carnal battle. Eh? When the natural one has surfaced, we can win that battle. We can win that battle just by forgiving. Why? You don't, because you don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Notice the wisdom of the scripture. Therefore, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. 
Because what wrestling against flesh and blood does is it makes us dumb in the spirit. It makes us what? Because dumb in the spirit. We're not spiritually smart. We're not smart spiritually. That cute man, that kind of a soul, will be losing a lot of battles. We'll be losing a lot of what? Battles. Battles. When you let offense rest. Mm. Hmm? Now, people can offend you. That's normal. Eh? Mm. Somebody offending somebody is normal. Even husband and wife offend themselves. Mm. But offense is different. Mm. Offense is a spiritual seed that holds on to unforgiveness. So offense... Offense is a technique, a highly technical disease. It's more spiritual. Mm. So it, that offense is not a canal. Mm. But, but when we are working naturally, what we see is somebody offended me. Mm. We carry offense, but we ignore offense, but we just act out of what the person offended me. Mm. Yeah. But you don't know that you're actually carrying offense. Mm. Which is more of a, a more deadly disease. Yeah. Which can what? Which can annihilate life in the soul. Wow. Right? So, our battle, which means if you are, if you are unforgiving, you'll be, worrying, you'll be worrying against a lot of flesh and blood. Yes, sir. Isn't it? Mm. Now, as I'm saying this, I'm not just saying it as an outward thing because... If you don't see the price there, you won't understand this, this thing. Why? The price there is something is tied to the development of your soul upward. Right? Something is tied to movement upward, which has to do with denying darkness or the wisdom of darkness. And that wisdom, where it's coming from, it's not a small plane. It's not a small plane. It's what? Where it's actually coming from, it's, it's, a, more, it's, a, more, it's a more spiritually wise domain. But there are foot soldiers called flesh and blood. So there are foot soldiers called flesh and blood. Flesh and blood. So when you are dealing in the realm of flesh and blood, one thing should actually occur to deal with things. See, this thing I'm saying is what stops the growth in Christ. You won't become Christ if you keep warring against flesh and blood. Because flesh loves flesh. Spirit loves spirit. Christ is not flesh. Christ is spirit. Which means if you must move from flesh to spirit, you must begin to inherit spiritual, uh, what's that word? Spiritual, that, I would remember it spiritually in my head, but to speak it is weird. It's spiritual traits. Let me just do the word, spiritual traits. Yeah. And spiritual, one of, one of, the, one of the best spiritual traits that you see. Easy, but it's, we actually, have a, I'm seeing that we actually underestimated this thing called yeah. forgiveness. We've, we've underestimated that forgiveness. 
No, we say we practice advanced forgiveness, but we don't actually practice. <laughs> Do you know what the advanced forgiveness means? That if the person offend you, you have forgiveness in stock to cover it before the person even say they, they offend you. Hmm? But in our mind, we want to make sure the person understand that they have, for, they have offended me. It's okay if you say it, but you are saying it from a victory perspective. Mm. Eh? And this is what heaven needs to heal all of us from. Amen. Isn't it? Yes, sir. Eh? Heaven needs to heal us from that thing mm. called forgiveness. forgiveness. Because that forgiveness is something you, don't, you won't understand until you've come to Christ. Yes, sir. Why? Why? Say, for God so loved the world that he gave. Mm. He what? He Gave. So you see, forgiving is actually is an act of giving in the spirit. So giving itself, and say giving, is a spiritual is a spiritual currency in the spirit. How? How? That's what God has been doing. God has been giving. Hmm? In short, when people want to wonder now, say why don't we give in church? Uh, you know, all those people that talk about Python, it's because they don't understand spiritual things, right? Because when you are carnal, you only see giving yeah. as money. Mm-hmm. 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 So people will now worry against everybody giving. No. It's, a, it's actually a sign in the spirit of a, sore, of a life mm-hmm. that is foreign to the natural life. Mm-hmm. The natural life will teach you yourself, 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 yourself. Keep for yourself. Inherit for yourself. Take for yourself. Uh, keep your posterity. But heaven will say, give, keep giving, give, 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 give. Mm. Although this statement is harsh and hard, but you can never give enough. Yes, sir. Mm. Mm. You can never give enough. Praise God. So this aspect of forgiving is an aspect that can easily allow us win a lot of carnal battles. Mm-hmm. These things should just be sticking out. For I wrestle not against flesh and blood. You don't war against flesh and blood. When you are warring against flesh and blood, and if your if your if your neighbor offend you to the point where you have to take a natural 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 action against love, and you know you are snaring something inside, that is not Christ. It's not Christ. Don't snare your conscience. Mm. Mm. Mm? So that, that practice, you know, you don't war against flesh and blood. When flesh and blood comes in the natural to offend you, eh, quickly overcome it. Forgive. Cross over. Remind yourself, you don't war against flesh and blood. Well, you need to conserve your energy because there is more to war against. Yes, that one would deplete all your spiritual resources. Yeah. That's true. Eh? You have no strength to fight spiritual battles. So Paul here was giving us a spiritual wisdom saying, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Now, what do we wrestle against? But 
against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You know, most of the time when you see, ah, for what is the difference about when we get principalities and powers? When we are quoting that scripture in the past, what comes to our mind is all those spirits attacking us in our dream. It's true. A lie? How we wrestle not against when we are quoting it, is that evil thing that you saw in your dream that you are worried against? That, but we wrestle not against ah, the weapon of our warfare is not carnal. But and it's true, it's not carnal. Fat mean Maya. God, God's weapon is like resources that they've given you. It's not for to fight those carnal wars. Although, because of the abundance of resources, you have enough grace to war against those carnal battles. But just to see how Satan has deceived us so much that we think first. In our mind, we, we don't see the bigger picture. What we see first is the, the, the heart, the, the carnal battles. Ah, no, this, this. So all of us that are flesh, we just play a lot in that plane. We are just, we are just transacting and selling and buying because we are selling flesh. We are transacting flesh. Anything that is Christ does, does not deal with flesh because there is enough spirit to war against flesh, to overcome flesh. So the, when, when God, Christ is giving you resources, they are giving you for a more sophisticated battle. It's a more what? Sophisticated battle. And this battle, the whole world is oblivious to it. Like I was saying, if you don't know what you are fighting, the greatest battle that ought to be won is, the, is taking dominion in your soul. And most men are not fighting that battle. Because most men are not fighting that battle, you will see evil prosper. Because by default, men don't live a foreign life. They live the life that is inside and that bears fruit. That's what they live. So therefore, men don't, they don't need to think too much about doing evil before they do evil. <laughs> if that makes sense. You know, a serial killer that is killing people is not thinking too much to do it. But because some people that are not like that, they will definitely have to think more, right? Because they are not naturally graced in that area. It's anointing. You don't think so? It's anointing. Yeah. Serial killing is anointing. Just as many other things have anointing. Just like you can have anointing to speak in tongue or to give tongue, I mean. Just like you can have anointing to see into the realm of the spirit. Just like you can have anointing to heal the sick, raise the dead. You'll be wondering, ah, yeah, those are most, yeah, they are, but do you know they are still almost in the same plane as what the natural is doing? People have anointing to kill. Serial killer, you know, they, they do it seamlessly. Think about it, okay, okay. They, they, they develop their system of killing without effort. They don't, they don't go and research, how do I kill somebody in the head? It's like a natural gift. Have you seen, I don't know if you've seen, there's a movie we, we were watching about some serial killers. What I notice in them is they just, they just have a natural gift for it. You can call it a gift. Right? Not to us, we'll be thinking, ah, no, 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 this is a weird person. Nah, 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 nah. He's, he's a weird person, but just anointed. 
if you check it, right, the major problem of this world is, this, is the same thing, pleasure. What a serial killer derives in killing serially is pleasure. People naturally have anointing, naturally. Anointing to generate pleasure that is useful to them. If there's a promise somewhere, you, you, I don't know, you would, anointing will just start come from somewhere and <laughs> we'll get it done. You know? Anointing can be supplied. And Satan has supplied enough anointing in the world. So that serial killer has enough anointing. Of course, there's a spirit giving, giving him wisdom. There's a spirit walking side by side with the serial killer. Because intelligence or wisdom doesn't come from the sky. They are spiritually inspired. Yeah. They are. Yes, Amen. Oh, time has gone. So, let me just quickly go forward. So, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Because there are higher spirit that you need to war with, which has to do with, with growth in the soul. So, all this canal fight limit growth into a more spiritual realm. Right? So, but against principalities, you've moved from the natural to the spiritual. And if, if, if one thing we realize is, from the message is that, Christ is actually geared towards making you escape from, the, from flesh to spirit. That's what Christ is for. So Christ, when you want to enter into Christ, there must be a supply of what? Of grace and truth to equip you, to raise you enough to turn from flesh or to turn from grass to stone. So they must supply enough grace and truth to turn you from grass to stone or from flesh to spirit. When you are flesh, you are grass or you are, uh, you are not spiritual. But when you are becoming stone or you are becoming a foundation, you are becoming spiritual. Is the, is the beginning of spiritual growth. That is when edification begins. So what we do most of the time is we, we play against, against we'll we be worried against uh, manifestation. Hmm? Flesh and blood. Just we, we love the realm of manifestation. I see angel today. I see Christ. I see his feet. He came to... Okay, you saw Christ's feet. You saw Christ's hand. He came to talk to you. Okay. He has spoken to you. Check it. After he spoke, finished, and left, did, is there any drop of grace inside that talks with inward growth? You won't see that. Because that design is not designed to address such. 
what those things is designed to address mm. is to actually make you spiritual inclined. You have to what they have to heal the dumbness. Like I said earlier, when you were against flesh and blood, you are what we are done. If you read um first Corinthians chapter twelve. Amen. First Corinthians chapter twelve. It says now concerning spiritual gift. Now I know I, from the convention, Pastor Tokwe said we should remove gift first. No, I mean because it's in it is in italics, right? It said now concerning spiritual brethren. When I mean. You know, although you can read it as spiritual gifts, because when he, be, when he begins to talk, right, of course, you see that he's referencing gift, yes. yeah. but it's not really for the natural gift, it's spiritual. So now, concerning spiritual brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Why? Ye know that you were Gentiles, carried away onto these dumb idols, even as you were led. And the key word I want to see here is dumb. Hmm? Saying, say, brethren, will not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles. And who is a Gentile? And, and, and Reverend defined this beautifully for us. A Gentile is he who has been weaned from the face of God, or who has been weaned from, or and who has been annihilated from the life of God. Is that clear? Yes, what has been what? Annihilated from the life of God. You see that Paul also used the same language in Ephesians chapter 4. Let me read from verse 17. It says, This I said therefore, and testifying the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as what? As other Gentiles walk. In the vanity of their mind. That is talking about the, the frame, the design of a Gentile. Right? Who is a Gentile? A Gentile is he who has been what? Annihilated from the life of God. They have been carried away onto these dumb idols. That's a Gentile. A Gentile serve idols. Hmm? When they now begin to serve idols in the natural, that you see that they are really dumb. That's, that's the height of dumbness. Mm. Hmm? You put a, a one stone and put you say, stone, I worship you, give me a car. You know, evil spirits, demons are just laughing. Ha <laughs> ha, see them. Because those demons too are dumb. Right? So you are carried away by these dumb idols, even as you were led. So they were led away onto dumb idols. Which is a means to keep them Gentilic. So that they are actually foreign. The, the, the purpose there is so that that soul does not smell the breath of God. Don't smell it. And that breath of God is what is needed to raise the soul. Because the soul must be raised and be built and be edified. 
But Satan likes to keep us in manifestation. Just enjoy manifestation. Enjoy and enjoy. And that's why, you know, many people have had a problem with Christians in the past where they say so much anointing, but yet they have little, little flaws here. Ah, they, this person is still molesting women. You know, different, different stories. The reason is because they don't have what it takes to actually deal with that problem. So, and, and it's not and, and, and a kind of a, a season. I won't blame them because it's kind of a season because they, don't, they are not actually exposed to, a, a, to resources that will actually save them from that. Although, if they can yield, they might find grace to overcome a certain, certain aspect, right? Just work with the grace of what is available. Because each grace of what is available will teach you wisdom enough to avoid certain things. That's why yeah. they say, you man of God, okay, don't be alone. There are different wisdoms mm-hmm. that, were, that were brought up in that era to deal with such problems. Yeah. Right? But as they were dealing with that problem, they are forgetting that as we are increasing in knowledge, so also is evil increasing in, in knowledge and wisdom because it's more, constantly morphing. Okay, so they've, they've, they've discovered this level. Yeah. Ah, okay, then let's sophisticate yeah. our weapon more. Yeah. Right? So, and what people think is that the, the, the technique, spiritual technique of darkness is in the same level all the time. That is why when you want to deal with certain holinesses, you're like, okay, okay, a lady should not wear jeans or slow, she should always be wearing skirt. Mm-hmm. You know, different, different doctrines. Because that's what we perceive as holiness at that time. But as things grow, there's more sophisticated evil. Yeah. Mm. And if you keep dealing with that same problem, the way you've been dealing with it before, mm. you're going to be lost. Mm. Mm? Mm. You'll be lost in the thoughts of, of journey. You are, you are, you are forgotten. Mm-hmm. Because you are still using the same mind. Because, like I said, we breed a, a mind that is not liberated. No liberty in the spirit. That's what religion does. Religion makes you one way. You don't, you don't have liberty. So, when today, because you feel God cannot raise a stone, if they tell you God raised a stone, they'll be like, ah, no, 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 God can't do that. It's a stone. God does not raise a stone. No, no, no. God does not raise a stone. And God is just looking at you. Why? Because when God is making decisions in the spirit, he doesn't think the way we think. Most especially, we don't have enough resources to think the way he's thinking. Because his thought is not our thought. Neither is way our ways. So heaven needs to now equip us to begin to think differently. Eh? Then what happens is that heaven begins to give resources to make us spiritual. Then they begin to bring a lot of manifestation. Everyone brings a lot of manifestation your way because it makes you feel spiritual and turn you to be spiritually inclined. That is actually to heal a problem called dumbness. Manifestation is not designed to grow you, but to heal dumbness. But they can heal dumbness, but you may not be fully, you may not be wise. No darkness means you're unwise. Now, every realm of flesh and blood or carnal realm is actually a dumb realm. So when you operate there, you operate dumbly. Mm. 
You are dumb. It's a what? It's a dumb realm. Then what they use to heal dumbness is wisdom, isn't it? But you don't have access to wisdom yet because you are not yet entering into Christ. So we play a lot in manifestations. Play because everyone wants to heal dumbness. Okay, Now you've liked uh, evil things, idols this way before. Now let me turn you into something different, but similar, but different. Just as the way you've worshipped idols, you've served idols in the past, now begin to turn towards me then they begin to give spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. Speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. Or gift of tongues, not speaking in tongues. So there are two different things. Gift of tongues and interpretation. Mm-hmm. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, gift of healings. All those, all those gifts. If you ask me, they're all power gift. Mm-hmm. But they classified three of them as power gift. They're all power gift because they have enough power to begin to put a sense of spiritual power in you. So they have enough grace for that. They baptize you enough well. Mm. So that you have... Because those tools you gain, you don't lose them. Mm. You grow in them. So everyone begins to give you enough grace. Enough grace to begin to yield to the Spirit. Amen. Amen. So when they give you enough grace, then they heal Gentiles. Then what happens? You are no longer annihilated from the life of God. Now let me read that Ephesians because I didn't really finish. From verse 17. Or it, let me, it says, This I did therefore testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Verse 18, Ephesians 4 18 says, Having the understanding darkened, see, being annihilated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them. Why? Because of the blindness of their heart. Thank God it didn't say the blindness of their eye. See this thing you are looking here. See what they said here. It's actually the, the state of a newborn babe. They are just hearing his dumbness. Then what's happening? He was alienated from the life. It doesn't mean he has life yet. It doesn't mean he has what? Just because I get born again doesn't mean I have life. Because the, only, the point where you get life is the point where you are entering into Christ. Because to be spiritually minded is life and peace. It's a life and peace. So the entrance into life is Christ. But you're not yet at Christ. They need to train you. Because you are still grass. You are still flesh. Even though you are born again. Flesh life is not your skin. Flesh life is a wisdom carved by Satan to enslave men. The wisdom we used to live before we get born again is what we call flesh life. That wisdom is wisdom of the flesh. And that's what most believers use, even when they are born again. Imagine all believers that have not even come into Christ. They thought, they thought God is speaking to them. But when they are executing things, the wisdom they are using to execute it, is the wisdom they gain from the world, which they just sprinkle a little bit of uh, Christianity on top to make it look different. Abby? Yes, I thank you. They can even be speaking scriptures. They take this one down, that mm. one. But when you check it, it's, it's still the wisdom of this world. Mm, still the wisdom of this world. 
And that's what every man inherited. Now, one way I want to define wisdom of this world is this. Which is very interesting. Whenever something uncomfortable happens, that quick thing that quickly comes to you to give you a solution, that's the wisdom of this world. Why am I saying this? Although, of course, you'll be like, ah, what are you saying? Don't you, don't, can't God, quick, God can. Of course, God can. It's not that God can't. But because of our state and nature, eh, the way God would do that is when we've come to quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. That's when almost instantly you have wisdom to answer. But when we've not gotten to the point where we are of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord, and that one is a journey of far Christ, you must have acquired enough righteousness and judgment to reach there. So that one that quickly, you know when something like, ah, yes, inspiration, yes, that one. Uh-huh. When you say that, you said that one, just wait first. Pause. Think about it. Okay, this one. Because that, the wisdom of this one is what quickly come to take you out of trouble when you are in trouble in the natural. When I saw that, I said, hey, I began to identify it in different yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes something happens, you just quickly, okay, there's also, then you don't realize that, wait, oh, that thing yeah. is not really, really spiritual. Yes, but also feel like it's Satan too. Mm-hmm. Because you just a wisdom, quickly, hey. That thing mm-hmm. is not actually Christ-like. Mm-hmm. It's the wisdom of this world. So, I want to just, because of time, just end the message here. I believe God will help us. This is just actually introduction. I don't think I've even reached anything I wanted to, to, to say. But God will help me. You know, one thing I've learned, like I was saying earlier, is totally yield to God. If you ask me before we started this meeting, if you want to say something, what would you say today? I would have said something totally, totally different. But one thing I'm learning and yielding to is to yield to the Spirit for utterance. Now, there are, there are things heaven declared this morning that I know we've not taught. Mm? You might be wondering what is heaven saying, but you know, it's, it's actually a, the way I perceived it in my heart is, is like a new path they are beginning to show. And that doesn't mean because they are showing a path for us, we quickly just get there. Mm? You hear what heaven was saying is Paul, Peter, Paul, Peter earlier. How it was coming was, 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 it was referencing Christ. And then Peter, 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 Peter. Mm-hmm. And I was referencing Peter because if you notice recently, even in the convention, we dwelt a lot in Peter. Because there's a part in Peter there that speaks both about Christ and inheritance. And we're actually in the season of inheritance where we are hearing words from the most holy. right? And of course, what heaven is saying is in line, in that direction. But that doesn't mean we'll begin to speak of that right now. Is something that heaven, if you ask me, this Peter Paul has actually been coming since last year. And this this fullness of Christ, you know, if you check, if you check the message earlier this earlier last year, just before the lockdown, heaven began to in, in Winnipeg the tongue began to come saying, feel, fulfill, fulfill. In my mind, I'm like, no, at first. It didn't really resonate like, is it Holy Ghost fullness? Although we thought Holy Ghost, we were teaching Holy Ghost at that yeah. time. But somehow in my heart, I knew it was more than Holy Ghost fullness. Yeah. What is this fullness? And throughout the year, different tongues about fullness, feel you, feel you, mm-hmm. kept coming. Yeah. What's everyone saying? What's everyone saying? Mm-hmm. It was actually until earlier this year, we know, or, or late last year, 
when we discover the theme of the convention, we're, ah, so this is what heaven is saying. I say fully didn't understand until the convention finished. I say, ha, it made sense. So heaven has been declaring fullness. And last year was a great movement in the spirit. Great movement. And I know that heaven has vetted enough. Honestly, if someone said they've not grown, just by last year and now, something must be wrong in how you are learning. Or how you are growing. And there's something must be wrong there. And of course, it's not to feel bad, but heaven will always address every limitations. Amen. So heaven wants to heal dumbness or want to heal us from, to save us from being alienated from the life of God. Because that life is important. And when you are redeemed or when you are saved from being alienated, then you come into what is called life. But what happens is you are called into life. Your calling is for life and peace. That is, now you're not notice in scriptures when uh, Paul is saying in Ephesians, or is it Ephesians saying make, to make your calling an election? Sure. Hmm? Where's that scripture, please? And the way they said it was quite interesting because calling is different, election is different. They now hear the word, many are called, few are chosen. Many are called, few are chosen. Because a lot, many saints are called into growth, into Christ, into movement in the soul. Hmm? I know it's one hand. Second Peter one ten. Can you please help me read it? Yes. Therefore, brethren, be hmm. even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For yes. if you do these things, you will never stumble. But if you do these things, you will never stumble. This was this thing is going to take me into whatever I was teaching. Because if you do these things, you will never stumble. Remember, the you know, Reverend was teaching and saying there is the stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. Stone of stumbling. Ah, this thing is just opening things. And it's, 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 it's call him rock of offense. Not a rock of offense is in Christ's realm. Also in the negative world, there's also a rock of offense. So if you are if if you are holding on to offenses, just know where your rock is coming from. Hmm? So there's the rock of it. So you will never stumble if you are diligent to make your calling an election. Sure. What that is saying really, in summary, is to make you are diligent to learn Christ and to move into life eternal. Because you are elected for eternal life, but you are called to Christ. Those two things, we must be diligent to make those things sure. And how do you make it sure? Is in the, is the development of your soul. How you are responding to growth, movement in the spirit. Mm. Mm? So these things we are saying is not anything far-fetched. It's about your soul. It's about development in the soul. Mm. 
development in the soul is the hardest thing, is the or the hardest battle to fight. That's what I was saying earlier. Say the hardest battle to fight is the battle you don't see. And this battle is a battle that must be fought inwardly. But who wants to fight themselves? Nobody wants to fight themselves. Nobody wants to. Eh? That is why when they say, ah, stop doing this thing. The first thing you want to do is, why are you telling me to stop this thing? Can we see where it's coming from? Ah, stop this thing. Why are you telling me to stop this thing? That what is what is actually speaking is not you. It's a life inside. Because it doesn't want to relinquish its life. Because what 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 is asking is they are demanding relinquish that thing and and is that life is built to defend itself. No. What do you mean? Even though the person talking <laughs> is innocently just talking, ah, stop this thing. You know. But this was what do you mean I should stop this thing? And you now be talking from a defensive point of perspective. What do you mean? I should stop this thing. Is it your life? Is it my life? Uh-uh. What is your problem? Uh-uh. Can't I do? It's my mind now. I have the right to do what I want to do. You know, different things. And then, you know what's funny is the spirit will always be supplying enough excuses to rule war. Uh-huh. Enough wisdom. It's a life inside that doesn't want to grow. That doesn't want to go. Which heaven is looking to dissolve. Heaven is looking to dissolve a life gained by wisdom. But that wisdom is called dumbness. It's a dumb wisdom. But to a, a man, a natural man, it's a, it's a wisdom used for profiting. That is why they need to heal dumbness with another wisdom, which is Christ. And, and this is the summary, and this is where I'll stop, and then as God help us, we'll continue if possible. See, that, that, that wisdom... <laughs> Help me. That wisdom, that wisdom is what everybody, nobody is innocent of that wisdom. Nobody. Everybody that is not Christ is not innocent of that wisdom. So just because I'm born again doesn't mean, ah, because you know there's a way, there's a pride we believers have. Ah, I have Christ, therefore I'm better than an unbeliever. It's okay. The only difference between you and the unbeliever is that you, you, are, you are on the same spot to those that you are facing a different direction. But you are on the same spot. The unbeliever is facing a different way. And you, you are facing a different way. But you, both of you are on the same spot. It's just that you, you are facing north. They, they are facing south. Although that speaks a lot in the spirit because your direction matters. But nature-wise, it's the same. Although inherent, although when it comes to the the capacity equipment used for movement in the spirit, they are different, because of course, he that is in Christ is a new creature. But again, that's where this now comes into play. Your spirit is born again. Your spirit is totally saved. That is a very huge difference. But the the soul is almost the same. When I say almost, it means that. No, when you get born again, there's, a, there's no way there won't be just that little change. Mm. There's something that, that turns in the heart. Ah, no, something is turned. They don't, they light a candle. Yeah. <laughs> That's the word. They, they turn up one candle, light up another. Mm-hmm. 
But that doesn't mean you've started receiving instruction from the candle they just lit. Because the way the soul works is, is from that light mm. that he received. Okay, so you're not, if you are like this, you're like, let me learn. But when he learns it, he stores it in the soul. And that one doesn't just go away. Yeah. That is why it is needed to not begin to journey to Christ. So is that when they lift the candle, and then I begin to give you enough manifestation so that your turning is okay. So that you don't turn halfway, you don't turn quarterly, you turn 180. They, give, they supply enough spirit, gift, bless you, cause you to see into the realm of the spirit, to cause spiritual adventure. And then afterwards, the real work begins, which is edification. And edification is a stature against principalities, against power, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Fanama Halma. Now see, when you see these principalities and powers, don't think of them as spirits that you are worrying that you are seeing your dream. No, they are not. This is what you deal with day in, day out. Why? Because they are the ones that de- designed the life of this world. They are just in hierarchy. Their ogre is called rulers of darkness of this world. They are the ones that created everything worldly. Then they pass on the, the work to their minions, principalities, powers. Because those are all Christ realm. Which means when you come into the statue of Christ, you build enough statue to defeat those spirits. Yes, mm? mm. and, and that's one thing I want us to see. Eh? That spiritual wickedness is not something we are ignorant of. Is something we transact with daily. But the life of Christ wants to heal and stop that transaction so that we can be fully ready to offer spiritual sacrifices unto God. Why? The reason for spiritual sacrifices is so that you can gain entrance into God. Mm? But you can't offer spiritual sacrifice when you are not spiritual. And the aim of Christ is to make you spiritual. Mm. The beginning of the edification is to turn you to be spiritual. Life is, when you begin to receive life, is when you begin to become spiritual. Spiritual. Become spiritual. Why? Because they want to be a spiritual house. A house is an edifice, isn't it? And that is a house, you build it right from the bottom which is the foundation, right? Mm-hmm. So you build the edifice, you build the foundation, then you begin to lay line upon line, line upon line, then precept upon precept. Amen. Mm-hmm. Until we have re- get enough stature, again, the stature of this world. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, I'll put a pause here today, uh, and I know that uh, we've been blessed, and I, as I've been blessed as well, as heaven is very, very keen about the supply of grace for understanding. And one thing I want us to pray, I don't know, even for throughout this year, as much as you can, is for the supply of grace to yield to righteousness, to yield to the Lord in 
in respect to the resource that has been deposited. Because I'm just seeing a lot of growth. That's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of growth. But grace will be needed to be able to grow as we should grow. Much more grace, much more grace, much, much, much more grace. Amen. Let us begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your love. We thank you. 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 Father, we thank you. Malita Namahati. Eprafilenota. Eprafilenota. E prata, 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 e prata. Emprasili noto feri makaya. Emprasili noto feri makasti. E preste, e preste, e preste, e preste. Este ferene manata. E pranista feliata, feliata, fesia, fesia. Endofanima, endofanima, endota. Thank him for today. Thank him for his word. Thank you for his grace. Thank you for helping us with all trans this. This afternoon, Emanita, Emanita, Epresto, Epreste Velima Neselita, Zenda, 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 Salimanata, Epsofra, Epsofra, Epsotofori Bacata, Eprata, 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 Epsata Felemanomoshuta, Emasete, Hemanamoshuta, E Christo, E Christo, E Christo, E Christa Lima. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want us to pray uh, quickly and lastly that we will receive enough grace to enter the life of Christ. Why? Uh, because I just saw a lot of emphasis uh, uh, about uh, denying carnal wars, no strength for to overcome wrestling against flesh and blood. That wrestling against flesh and blood is a, is a daily warring we deal with, with because those are the things that easily interface with us by design in, because, you know, when we are living in the world, things in the natural interface with us easily. And I want, and we need enough grace to overcome such because there is more in the spirit when it comes to growth. And those things actually cause limitations for growth. I just want us to pray that heaven will supply enough grace for to overcome the life of flesh and blood, to go to move against warring against flesh and blood, to grow against it, to grow above warring against flesh and blood, that we receive enough wisdom to enter life. Why? Because when we, when we move into life, we will actually receive enough grace to deny warring against flesh, warring against the natural, no, to be concerned about the natural. Let's just begin to pray for grace. Malita Amata, and Felima Alpeto, Elbina Elbita, Elbina Elbita, Dufaria Elpista Fenianti, Ngise Ngite Kalia Kalia Stefan, Eprefin Caldo, and Solia, and Palia and Bedeven. Thank you, Father. Mesete Kelina Moshiti, Eselia Talemos Tefelemositi, Embragadagadagadado Shita, Egrado, 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 Selimanata, and Falite, 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 Seliba de Nevadoshta. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for the release of your word this morning. We say, be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. 
Father, we thank you for what you have said to us. We thank you for healing us against all the wiles of the enemies, even in the natural. We thank you for the wisdom which you have bettered, even for to gain wisdom, uh, not to wrestle against flesh and blood. So be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, we pray this morning that you will supply enough grace yes, for to become spiritual, Amen. both in our soul Amen. and in our mind, Amen. in the name of Jesus. Father, Amen. the grace to access yes, your mind, which is yes, spiritual, Lord. this mind of Christ, we ask that you will supply for us yes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. The mind of Christ is what we needed yes, even to overcome, even the nam- carnal mind. Father, we ask, Lord, that you will supply enough grace to enter into your life in abundance. Even though as we have entered life in a measure, we ask, Lord, where there is deficiency, you cause increase to to overcome in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayer. We ask, Lord, that you would cause us to be wise. I heal our dumbness in the spirit. Heal every dumb interaction, every dumb dealings. Even that still from growth. Because this thing is still from our growth. We ask Lord that you would supply grace for us to overcome. Thank you, Father, because you answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between.